0: to work together to reduce the roadblocks that are standing in the way of so many students accessing communication devices and digital learning tools. Welcome to the Special Education Inner Circle podcast. I'm your host, Katherine Witcher, and today we're going to talk about assistive technology, the barriers that are currently in place, and what you just heard there was my own AAC app, From Atsimo. I'll tell you a little bit more about that in just a few minutes. So, I'm getting ready to go speak to Indiana teachers. We're going to be talking about creative ways to implement communication supports. And one of the things that I'm going to be talking about is AAC, assistive technology. And I'm going to get some pushback. I know I'm going to get pushback. This happens all the time when I'm talking about AAC inside of a school system and it comes down to evaluations and having qualified people and being able to access devices and being able to make the right decisions based on data and it becomes this overcomplicated kind of process and it's unnecessary at this point for us to be putting roadblocks in the way of children getting access to communication support and digital learning tools. We all have this um, easy access to so many tools. Now, I know that there are some areas, of course, that struggle more than others, but the bottom line is there are smartphones everywhere here in our school system, and doing something as simple as downloading an app like Otsimo, which by the way, has a seven day free trial. You know, I've just went on there and started um, typing in and, and hitting speak and playing the games on there and figuring out what's going on. And I'm like, this is great. This is something that we need to make more accessible to our students and to our families at home. No longer are we stuck in this kind of archaic dinosaur age of going through all these complicated steps to try something out. Let me give you an example. Back in the day, way back in the day when I was in the classroom, the only way for a child to get an assistive technology um, device to even try it out, was to put in the evaluation form, go through the whole assessment process. And then if we were lucky within about 60 days, somebody would come by with this big thing called a Dynavox. And it was this big box and it had all the buttons on it. And we would start trialing out this big device to see if the child could use it to communicate. Now we have the simplicity of being able to download an app and try something. And why we are not taking this approach of trying some things more often I don't know, I don't, it's gonna take teachers and parents, it's gonna take you working together to say, can we just try this? Making sure that everybody understands that the IEP is just the minimum of what needs to be provided. Now, this doesn't mean that we start trying things randomly and confusing a child and, and really um, just kind of trying something for a few days and trying something else for a few days. This means we're strategic about it. This means that we have a plan. This means that, yes, we still want to do assessments. We want to get all the data. We want to make sure that we are looking at the big picture and using ideal law the way that it needs to be used to ensure that every child is getting an appropriate education, that we're setting them up to be prepared for further education, employment, independent living, all the things that I talk about all the time. But for some reason, we've used this uh, ideal law as an excuse to say we can't do that, or we don't do that, or we don't have that, when actually we have tools like, at SEMO and our smartphone sitting right in front of us. And we could be trying something. We could be working together on a plan to download an app, take some data. And of course there are absolutely skilled professionals in the school system that know how to set up trials, that know how to set up data taking, that know how to set up um, just all the systems that are in place for us to make really good decisions. But we don't always have to wait for the big production for us to start something. So I'm going to challenge you guys to go ahead and and download an app. I'm going to recommend at CMO. I'm going to put the link here. And I want you to get on there and start working on some of the digital learning tools that are research-based. Start working on the AAC device to see, hey, is this something that we need to explore further. Is this something that we need to be looking into? You know, a lot of times we we have this barrier of, okay, um, assistive technology uh, or digital learning tools, uh, they're not affordable. They can be affordable. Sometimes we need to look out of the standard options that we're used to and look to something creative that is more mainstream that can be adapted for our current use. That makes it more affordable. That also makes it more accessible. Remember I told you before, we used to have to wait a long time, a long time to get a company to send a device to try some things out. our fingers hope it works um and and then and then go through the process again and again and it was this really long process that was extremely frustrating for everybody involved including the student but now we have something that's more accessible the other thing that we have to remember is that we cannot be afraid of doing something different so a lot of times there is a talk of this fear of if i give the child uh, access to assistive uh, technology for communication if i start using this device the child will not want to speak. That is not what research says. Research shows that it enhances the communication for a child. I mean, come on, we all know if we can express something that we need or want or feel that we're gonna be less frustrated in our day, that we're gonna have more access to our environment. We're gonna have more access to our relationships. We're gonna be able to communicate in so many different ways. Here's the cool thing about this too. Uh, Because this is so accessible, This is absolutely applicable to more students, including students in general education. This makes it where it's not like scary. Oh, that's a $10,000 device. Nobody can touch a button and it becomes a scary piece of equipment. No, this now becomes mainstream. This becomes something that we can use and really facilitate inclusion through building relationships uh, supported by technology. And again, it doesn't have to be complicated. But the other fear, the other fear that happens is this fear to do something different so we have the fear of well what if this stops a child from from talking i'm telling you go do the research it's it does not support that fear okay but it's a fear of doing something different it's a fear of taking a leap it's a fear of well i don't know if we should do that yet it's time for us as a team as parents teachers admins therapists to say you know what let's try it again let's take the data let's set up the system let's get smart about it i'm going to tell you one other reason why I'm recommending ATSIMO today. And, I, and I've looked around, I've looked at a lot of apps. I'm involved a lot in this conversation of AAC and technology at the um, IEP level, right? At the, is this appropriate, is this not appropriate? But I did a little research on ATSIMO and I looked and I saw that it was founded by a gentleman who has a brother with autism. Now you guys know, I talk about my brother all the time. My brother has Down syndrome. The co-founder of Atsimel, his brother has autism. And you know what? Siblings find solutions. So I want you to to really think about when you're choosing solutions of who developed it and why are we looking at this? It's important because there's a lot of things that are happening in our education community um, that that are being pushed at us, right? Pushed at us, like, use this, do this this way. But there are some things that you just look at it and you go, "Mm -hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is a solution that makes sense. This is a solution that you can see heart in it. You can see that somebody was intentional. This is not another app. Another app that teaches ABCs. Another app that has a memory game. Guess what? It has those things. Another app that has a social story on it. Yep, it has that too. It has all of those things. And it has the built-in AAC device. And you can see these multi-layers and... That's where I went. Yep, that's a sibling. That's a sibling who is thinking about like what are all the things that my brother needs? And here's the thing: his brother did not have access to an education like we do here in the United States. Okay. They're they are not located in the United States. And he had to build something that created access for his brother to communicate, for his brother to learn. And that just connected with me because that, that's why I have the master IEP coach program where I teach parents, ad, uh, teachers, admins, therapists, all the to work together. Cause you know what? My brother didn't have that. My brother didn't have teams that work together. I didn't experience that as a teacher, teams working together. So I'm gonna build something. I'm gonna build something that's gonna help parents, teachers, admins, therapists work together because amazing things happen when we do this. When we start to work together in a way and come up with solutions that are not the standard solutions. That's what we need to start looking for in this area of technology, in this area of assistive uh, communication, we have to start remembering that what has been done before in special education is not good enough for the future. We have to start looking at new solutions and things that are readily accessible that for some reason are being overlooked when really... We should be excited in trying some new things. So I challenge you. I challenge you to go and download Atsimo, Take a few days and see how could this possibly expand my students or my child's communication and their active screen time, not passive screen time. There's a difference. Passive screen time scrolling through social media, right? That's passive, <laughs> right? You might be watching this um, on uh, on YouTube right now or on Facebook right now, or you are listening to this on podcast app, right? So, So you are not actively engaging with this, but you are actively learning, I hope, right? You're actively learning here. So there's a difference between passive screen time and active screen time. So we're looking at What can we do? What can we do to help all of our students, all of our students with IEPs, without IEPs, all of our children, the ones with IEPs, the siblings that don't have IEPs? How do we start using things like simple communication devices and simple uh, apps that have all of these different layers in them? How do we start using this? to build communication, to build relationships. And you know what? There's data that's built into the app. There's data that we can take outside of the app and we can decide, is this working or is this not working? This is about really taking down, again, those roadblocks, making this overcomplicated of we need this device and it's gonna take months and months and months and months. Now, some of our students, some of our children, they need something that's more intensive, that's gonna have something beyond just an app. Okay, but for so many, it's not going to be just an app. It's going to be a solution that they didn't have to wait for. I can't wait to hear your feedback on thinking differently about AAC, about really thinking about what could you try? What can you implement? How can you help students start to express, again, their needs, their wants, their feelings, their knowledge, enhance their relationships, in school, in the community, making this accessible to multi-generational too. Like this is so easy for aunts, uncles, grandparents, younger siblings to help interact. And again, just let's start using the tools in a way that, that just makes sense for where we are in the world today, not for how the special education system works and all of the red tape that's in there, but let's leap forward and start to work together on these creative solutions. Again, I would love to have your feedback. Leave a comment. If you're listening on your podcast app, please leave a five-star review. Every time you leave a comment, that you leave a like, that you leave a five-star review, it helps more parents and teachers get the information that they need to help change special education and prepare every child for further education, employment, and independent learning.